the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Today is episode two of Strength for Tomorrow. We all need the Lord, don't we? We want to draw close to him. We want to enjoy our Christian friends. And that's exactly what I did at Grove City First Baptist. We had a wonderful time together. Listen in at this second episode of Strength for Tomorrow. You know, there is some great joy in connecting with Jesus and say, I'm going to step out and I'm going to do something awesome for you. And that is the challenge. I think that's the challenge that all of us face. You know, I, ha- I had two, you know, as, as a pastor's wife, I've met with so many women over and over again. And I've just, I've observed their lives. And I remember one woman, um, she had nothing. She absolutely had nothing. And so our church, we constantly gave, she was a single mom. She had a son, but she in the natural, she, she was really struggling, and we always kept them in food, we kept them in clothing, we kept them in, you know, camp fees and, and whatever, but she was a really good mother, a really good mother, and she loved the Lord so much, and I just remember praying with her and thinking, she gets it. She has nothing, but she has everything. And I never, ever, ever saw her without a smile on her face. And she was probably one of the best greeters that we had at our church. And most people had no clue how hard it was, the way she lived. And she had a, she had a physical problem. She just had so many things, but she, she knew the Lord, and she was happy. So it was very interesting. Uh, I had another friend at the exact same time, and the parallel was so stark the contrast because she had everything and she would constantly um, bring hand-me-down clothes which was nice right and so we would distribute them to the other girls of the church or to their children or to whatever but I mean these are like tubs of perfectly ironed beautiful things and her kitchen was so immaculate and she had every spice and every kitchen tool and every gadget and would host these lovely luncheons and her car was spotless, you know, all the things, but she was so miserable. And I would just, I would, I would beg her, you know, let's do something with the Lord. Or, you know, I kept challenging her. I couldn't get her. I just couldn't get her off this world, you know. And um, she blew it all up. She blew the whole thing up. She had an affair and just blew the whole family to pieces. And it was so sad because I thought, man, she had so much going for her, but she, she just never crossed the line with the Lord. And yet here I was helping this other lady at the exact same time, had nothing. But when, when she died, ah, oh, it just broke my heart because she, she had everything in the Lord, just everything. But nobody would have ever known it if you put them side by side. 
there's a joy in Jesus that is unparalleled. And I think there's also, there's a joy in creation. And that may sound, you know, really basic, but God reveals his nature in nature. And I think if you can enjoy creation, you will begin to see and catch some of God. Let's look at this. It says in Psalm 30, 10 to 12, Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. Oh, sorry, I'm reading the wrong one. Joy and creation. Um, Psalm 98, 8. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. I love that. I don't know about you, but if you can just spend some time in nature, you begin to look around. And it's fascinating to me because the sun comes up every morning. The, the sun goes down every night. And we can depend. We can depend on God, can't we? We can look in creation and say, I know he's faithful. And we were talking about Israel because we literally just got back from Israel. And we, we take our church there on tours. But I, I was fascinated by the Dead Sea this year. So you have the Sea of Galilee, this freshwater lake. It flows into this beautiful Jordan River. So it's fresh. Everything is fresh. And then you're down here, the lowest point on earth, the Dead Sea. Nothing lives there. Nothing. And the water just evaporates up. And it's right there at the lowest point on earth, across, literally like across the street, are <laughs> caves, Qumran, where God hid his word. And God hid his word there, and there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of scrolls hidden at Qumran there. I mean, the Bible was proven again and again and again and again. And it's so very interesting, isn't it, that that would be revealed in nature, that it would be at the lowest dry, this arid place, that they could be protected, you know? And then that they're revealed 2,000 years later, right about the time when we all need to know, was all this really real? <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, they have the whole Isaiah scroll. And the whole Isaiah scroll is wrapped in a circle around the Israel Museum. And it's in Hebrew. And the six-year-old children can read it in the original language. You can depend on your Bible. But God hid it in nature in such a place that it would be preserved. He reveals things in nature. You know, I, I mean, I don't know about you. I have the funniest dog. I, I think about, you know, the, the pleasure that I get in zinnias. <laughs> it's the smallest thing. But you can get, there's so much joy in nature when you begin to look and, and spend time in nature. I, I remember when my father-in-law had a heart attack once. And that's where I got this this verse, you know, let it. It says, you know, let the trees of the field clap their hands. And we got this call. He was actually in Israel so we could get no updates. And I just walked the farm fields and prayed that verse. I knew nothing. I had no updates. And I just began to praise God in nature. And I thought, you know what, God, the trees and the mountains and the fields, they clap their hands. We can trust you. We can trust you, you know. And there's just something about it. There's something about looking at the intricate detail and knowing if there's that much detail there, then that's how much detail God cares about me and you and you and you. So I, I think to, you know, to find some in, the, in creation. When we, when we did go to Kenya, this was fascinating. There were these five leopards, and they were just strutting like a boss. I mean, you, they just strutting. And I'm like, look at them go. You know, they just were like, you know, five CEOs walking across 
you know, walking across the field like dare, dare to touch us. You know, we're, we, are, we are bad. And, um, and then, the, then there were these wildebeest. It was, a, it was one of the seventh wonders of the world. So the wildebeest come from Tanzania and they cross. And if it's just very rare that you get to be there when they cross the river in Kenya. And it just so happened that we were there at that moment. And we had our boys there and they were all, I mean, thousands of them. They're like these ugly cow beasts. They're called wildebeest. <laughs> and they're, they're dotted everywhere. So it's almost like when you see ants, like everywhere we looked for miles were these ugly wildebeest. And then we went to bed. And then the next day we get up and we come and we, they're gone. And I'm like, where, where did the wildebeest go? And one of my boys said, Mom, look, look on the horizon. They, there was, for miles, one black line. They had lined up single file for miles to cross the river. And in the river, there are these huge alligators just waiting, hanga, and they're going to catch them as many as they can. And we, so we pulled our Jeep right up to the river and literally watched them, one single file. So they've come from Tanzania. One day they're spread off. I mean, what, what happened? Did one wildebeest go, okay, hey, guys, tomorrow morning, we got to line up at 5 a.m.? <laughs> you know, you're like, how did they do that? How did, how did the animals make it in the ark? You know? There, there are so many things that point to God in nature. He reveals his nature. And, and I just, I think it's fascinating. So I challenge you today. Spend some time in nature and say, God, show me. Show me something I haven't seen before here. Then there's, you know, there's joy and suffering, right? I guess we have to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Not that we want to. Oh, I remember, I, I was at um, Zumba class. <laughs> Have you ever seen Lucille Ball? Okay, this is Lucille Ball goes to Zumba, okay? You know, when you're five foot eleven and you're over 200 pounds, it's not a pretty picture. <laughs> so, I'm at Zumba class, and when I do something, I'm like all in. You know, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm Zumba every day, every day, Zumba, Zumba, Zumba. And um, I, so it's, it's 8 in the morning one morning. I have, this, I have this chair where I love to sit with the Lord. Do you have a chair? Do you have a place where you sit with the Lord? You know, it's almost like as soon as you're there, he's there. And in some days you might be studying your Bible or praying your heart out, and some days you're just sitting there going, another cup of coffee might help, you know. And you're just sitting there, but he's there in, like, his presence. So if you don't have, like, a spot, a routine, a place, find one, because he's going to, it's in that constant that he's going to meet you there. And it may not, you may not see everything every day, but he'll be there. And so if you welcome him there. So anyway, I had this spot, this chair. I've been to Zumba, 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 Zumba. And I have to go to work. It's 8 in the morning. I've got, I'm like a pack mule when I go to work. I mean, I have the biggest bag. I have all these bags. I have all this stuff. And so I have all this on my shoulders, and I'm, I'm going to get my Bible right next to my chair to take it with me to work. And, and when I'm, I go there, and I grab my Bible, and I'm standing here loaded down by the window, and there's the chair. I'm like, Lord, I, I, my feet really hurt, <laughs> and I just want to be in the chair. I, I just want to be right there with you today. And uh, I think I'd gotten that plantar fasciitis, you know, from all this jumping. And, and so I'm standing there and just like in agony, loaded down, like, what am I doing? I just, I want to be with you, Lord. I, I, what I'd give today 
just to be with you. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. And my power is made perfect in your weakness. And when you have sat in the chair and you read his word, and you read his word, and you read his word, then one day when you're standing there, and you're in need of it, and you're in need of it right now, it will just pop, pop right out of your heart. And I know the wisdom in this room is far greater than anything I've, you know, read and studied. You all have been doing this, and I'm sure you know the comfort that I'm talking about. But if you haven't started that, it is not too late and just start it right now because it adds up it adds up and then all of a sudden it's in your heart and it's in your mind and he brings it to your memory at that exact moment when you really really need it so there that is the joy in suffering we have a fantastic guest coming up so i hope you don't go anywhere except to jenniferjackson.com while you're waiting go to jenniferjackson.com because i want to send you a copy of my book simply joy rain or shine for a donation of any amount you can help to further our show further the the ministry of this show for a gift of any amount i will send you simply joy rain or shine so go to jenniferjackson.com on the break and then don't go anywhere because you do not want to miss this guest Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.